Hello and welcome to AIO Audio News. Today I have Hannah Kate on the line. Uh, thanks for joining, Hannah. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, do you want to give a little background of like where you come from in the Odyssey fan community and what your <laughs> maybe how you found out about Audio News would be a good place? Yeah, sure. Um, so I've been hanging around on Tumblr as Sparky the Happy Giraffe. <laughs> and we started the Adventures in Absurdity podcast a couple months ago. So that's where I mostly spend my time as far as the AAO fandom. And then somebody shared, I think, um, a recording of yours over there. And that's how I heard about you. So. Well, fun. I'm happy about yeah. that. Um, I am really not familiar with the Tumblr AIO fandom at all. And I was browsing through and I thought, there's a lot of activity over here. I'm really surprised. <laughs> yeah. We've been pretty busy though, recently. <laughs> uh, but I've invited you on here to talk about the Rydell saga, uh, specifically the Rydell revelations and how it handles um, the theme of whether Maury was right or not. So the the question then is, if I can pose this to you, from the good in people, was Maury right to do what he did? No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. And therein lies lies the question of why did he do what he did? Now, you left a comment on audio news, which I um, took to, to then email and you ask you about this, which was very, very interesting. Something I had thought of partially before, but hadn't really put my full consideration into. Uh, would you repeat the point that you said in that uh, that comment? Yeah, I just kind of said that Maury choosing to bring out the good in people, um, I don't necessarily think that was his motivation in the first place. That may have been a result of what he did, but I don't think that was his goal. Mm -hmm. And I found that very striking because I had jumped to the conclusion, oh, okay, Phil Lawler saying that he was bringing out the good in people and Wit at the end of the episode um, kind of says that you need to use your abilities for good. And Maury says to bring out the good in people, eh? And with a sense to that. So my question is, what is Maury's motivation then? And how can we, where can we see what Mo Maury's motivation actually was throughout the episodes? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, to an extent, I guess that kind of could be considered one of his motivations, but he does mention a couple of others throughout the episodes uh, the first one I noticed being games with Suzu. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which was, that was interesting. It kind of felt like him trying to convince Wit that yeah. he wasn't up to anything more. Mm -hmm. So, but that is how Suzu got involved. So I thought that was interesting. Right. That's what he mentions at the, in the middle of part two. It was just supposed to be games. That's all just games. And that was the line yes. where I thought, oh. So he's not saying he has any deeper, more sinister motivations going on here. Right. Another thing you brought up is that Maury's, was Maury's motivation of, I mean, later on where he says he found information in the people's lockers around him and found out they were Christians. So then another one of his motivations became to test the, the Christians around him. Right. And that doesn't exactly tie in to bringing out the good in people, although I, I suppose it could a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's more of a case of, I guess what I had mentioned earlier is that the Christians have the choice to make the right choice or not. So Maury's yeah. not interested in bringing out the good in them there. He's more interested in uh, 
trying to see whether or not they are good in possibly proving them wrong, I guess, or saying they're bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe, like, for all we know, he was hoping that they would do good and he was hoping that they would do what they claimed they would do. Mm -hmm. But I don't think he was going to be surprised if they didn't. Mm -hmm. Now, the question then is, the the crux of this argument is that Maury has been purported to be right in The Good in People. Now, how do his motivations play into that? And do they have any bearing on what he did there? If we say that his motivation was just trying to see if Olivia would do the right thing, then the, his means to that end were all wrong things. He paid people to lie for him, mm-hmm. which is it's pretty easy to tell that that's wrong. Right. What about so, the act of just manipulation in general? If, like if he hadn't yeah. done anything wrong in it, if he truly hadn't lied and hadn't done things that could be construed as morally wrong, would right. he? St- would it still be bad for him to have manipulated Olivia? I don't know. I don't like the idea of him manipulating, but I do see where he's coming from in wanting to understand if these kids are going to live by their morals. Mm, well, that, and the only way to do that is to put them in that situation. Well, that then jumps to the second or the third motivation of seeing if the Christians are hypocrites or not. So right. I, I don't know. The motivation of bringing out the good in people doesn't seem like his place to do it there. It doesn't right. seem like, I mean, he seems to be meddling out of the people's business. And that was the, uh, that was the point that Ryan and I brought up. Um, I think he, Ryan mentioned this in the AIO Wiki podcast, and then we talked about it on audio news, is that um, Maury hasn't been given permission to, to do these things. Right. I guess with That's Olivia, true. though, it's more it's more of a case of whether Olivia would listen to somebody who's trying to enter her her situation. Like, she has the permission to deny Jordan uh, the That's opportunity true. to help. So... Right. But she also didn't realize that he was a made-up person right right so she thought that he was she thought that he was he was real so then if maury says that he is one someone who brings out the good in people and two someone who wants to see if the christians will do right then the question then is does a manufactured situation is that really called for there how is that a good question yeah I, I mean, I that's where his argument comes in with wit and saying what we do is the same thing. Mm-hmm. And wit denies that. Wit says, no, like, I don't do the same thing as you. You're lying. And what we do is different. But if we say that Maury is right in that situation, we're also saying that wit is wrong. I think we're saying that they're both equally right, that wit and Maury both manipulate the situation and they're both doing the same thing. So if Maury is right and Wit is right, then they're both right. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, but I'm saying that if Maury is right when Wit said that he wasn't, then Wit was wrong. Does I guess that make I, sense? I mean, Wit kind of Wit being wrong in that saying, well, I initially pushed back on you saying we were doing the same thing, but yeah, I was wrong there. We are doing the same thing. I don't think that's uh, that's that bad of what to be wrong because I can understand right. I can understand him initially saying nah we're not we're not the same but 
I was frustrated when we got to the end of part three and Wit basically conceded to Mori. Yeah. By saying that. that. Yeah. So is there actually a difference between Wit and Mori? Is Mori right there? Are they doing the same thing? I mean, I definitely don't want to think so. I don't really, at least in the past, I don't think so. Wit's most recent actions have been a little more questionable, but. Mm Mm-hmm. So we enter the the question of permission there, and sticking with right. the good in people only with um, Olivia, we enter that wit sometimes, I'm trying to think if there was a situation uh, that happened that way, but all of the inventions that he's had have had people entering them of their own free will and going through the process. Like, I think Into Temptation is a good example of yeah. uh, Jimmy and the uh, the video game and seeing if Jimmy will do the right thing and seeing that he didn't. Jimmy entered that of his own free will. Uh, yeah. But Olivia had the situation thrust upon her without her input at all. It was right. something she had to deal with. She didn't know if it was virtual or not. And that's why she was so frustrated at the end or towards the end where she said, who would do this? Build up her hopes just to dash them. Who would do something so rotten? And that, I think... That, I think, is the first difference. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes, kids come to Wit asking him what to do. Yeah. And rather than giving them a straightforward answer, he asks if he can put them in that situation yes. To, yes. for them to learn for themselves. And Whereas that's good. Maury, it's not like someone asked him, hey, Maury, am I doing the right thing here? Like, he just <laughs> took that upon himself. Right, right. And that's that's an even uh, more interesting case in that the kids themselves are coming to Wit requesting it it's not like wit saying hey i have this manipulative scenario that i want you to join would you like to join sure but the kids are saying wit i need help or mr whitaker i need help and so he uh, that's an even greater level of permission in that the kids are the ones willing it to happen and they're okay with what comes out of it yeah. and the other question of i asked phil lawler this and i don't i think he kind of pushed back against it but the question of Wit being on a more firm morality than Mori is. Like, Wit knows. Mori has conflicted morals already. He doesn't really know what's good and, and bad. So his bringing out the good is his own test to see what is good, kind of, in the first place. Um, but Wit does know what's good and bad. And so when Mori says, you manipulate people to get what you want, that's the same as what I do. Um, Wit says, no, no, I... I steer them to the Bible's truth. And Maury says, which is what you want, right? Which is correct. Because Maury doesn't have that basis. Wit has the basis of one, it's what he wants. And two, it's scriptural. Maury has the basis of it's what he wants. So. That's true. um, Does that, does that play into it at all? Yeah. I mean, he's like testing those morals from the Bible. Mm -hmm. But he we have no indication that he believes them no right and i think that's that's the uh, i think it's the implication that he's the opposite that he he doesn't that he's some kind of agnostic um that was his backstory in part two that he saw christian he didn't know about christians he saw them as hypocrites so he wanted to test them and if that's his motivation then um yeah yeah, I'm going to sound like a broken record by saying the, whole, the same things over and over again. But yeah. um, do you want to talk about, uh, actually, before 
did you want to bring anything out here? I think we've I think we've kind of discussed this. This is a bit more niche as a topic. I wanted to to bring up Emily if you wanted to talk about that. But is there any um, yeah, sure. anything else you wanted to to discuss with the um, Maury's true motivations there? Um, not really. Mostly just that okay. I'm curious what I'm curious to hear what Phil exactly was saying if he was saying that Moore's motivation even was to bring out the good in people yeah yeah and i want to uh, i i'm gonna talk to him again tomorrow about it which will be which will be fun and to to see, maybe i can ask him straight up look we need an official position from focus on whether you are condoning maury's actions i know he probably won't say what maury's true motivation was but a lot of the what he said was uh phrased in the form of questions rather than statements yeah. Um, trying to get me to think for myself. So through all of that, maybe he was leading me down a um, a road that I didn't expect him to, or maybe he was leading me down someplace that wasn't actually where the episodes were going just to get me to think. I, I don't know exactly. Yeah, um, I'd like to find out. That's <laughs> very interesting of him, even that he's messing around too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I wanted to bring up Emily, who is the most stark case here. And one direct quote from Phil Lawler that I mentioned a couple times is uh, he says, people are upset because they think Emily was traumatized. First of all, I'd have to question how serious the trauma actually was. Oof. Yeah. So I noticed that there were a couple things on Tumblr about how Odyssey has handled mental health. Do you want to break those down real quick and compare them to A Sacrificial Escape and the Rydell Revelations Part 3, how they deal with it? Uh, sure. Okay. I guess over on on Tumblr, <laughs> a lot of us yeah. have pretty strong feelings about mental health, and just that a lot of the characters have been through a lot of trauma that you can you can pretty much say is trauma. There's no question about it, and we don't really see it dealt with in the show very often. Mm-hmm. So we that's something that we'd like for them to approach. Especially Emily would be a great chance because. I think that escape room was traumatic. I don't know. I she definitely thought she was going to die. It's pretty clear mm-hmm. throughout even in the Rydell revelations she's like Matthew and I thought we were going to die. And that's traumatic whether it turned out that she wasn't in danger in the first place like she didn't know that at the time. Mhm. So how is that different from No Boundaries? Uh was an episode that was brought up that um is that is that Alex? Mm yeah is that Hi. alex jefferson i think it's alex Jeff- yeah where I alex is so. in the in the room of consequence and um nathaniel dies or right. is it nathaniel or is it david no let me say that again where alex it's... is in the room of consequence and david strasberg dies yeah um so is that is that any less traumatic than a sacrificial escape i mean alex knowingly went into the room of consequence and he right. knew in the back of his mind, even if he was questioning it, but in the back of his mind, he knew that that wasn't actually happening. So does that make a real difference? Like if you see something traumatic, like if you see a video or if you see something scary or uh, a real life video of something traumatic, then would that affect you any differently than seeing it in person? What would be the recovery from it? And how does no boundaries then, I guess, since he knows it's fake how does that compare to uh what emily went through then like where's the limit of what constitutes traumatic and not traumatic yeah i mean i guess that's pretty dependent on the individual 
there's definitely a difference between watching something and experiencing it for yourself. But I don't know. I feel like Wit is probably pretty careful. I don't think Alex, if I'm remembering correctly, saw David die. Or no, he like didn't. That. But he, he was in a car crash. That. Right. Yeah. He just knew that it had happened. So I don't think Wit ever puts them in a situation that's like they're graphically going to watch someone die or anything. That no, would be right. A little ridiculous. But, but yeah. Yeah. I don't but, know. I think it's pretty different. But then again, I could push back and say that what happened there was about as equal to the escape room, except for Emily's head knowledge that this was real and Alex's knowledge that this was fake. So is that knowledge really enough to mitigate the trauma or to mitigate the recovery from the trauma? I think so, because it changes how you're experiencing it in the moment. Right. So Mm -hmm. even if it, like, as you look back on something and you know you weren't going to die in both situations, you're having emotions and you're having thoughts in the moment when you do think you're going to die that are completely different than if you are, if you know that you're not. Right. I guess. Mm -hmm. And Focus has said in their official statement that I paraphrased that, hey, we made sure to mention several times in the episode that it was fake. And at the ending, we made it very clear that no one was in any actual real danger. But even though there's psychological danger, well, Wit does the same thing with his inventions. And I think, well, maybe they're both wrong. But then I, I I was just thinking while you were talking just there that Alex at the end of No Boundaries... Um, one of the, I mean, the, the scariest scene of the, that's, it's a very trippy episode, but at the end, when he is in the hospital bed yelling, get me out and I want to get out of here, he is talking to wit. Like he knows that it's, it's fake. And he says, no, no, this, this isn't real. I don't want to experience this anymore. Get me out. He's not thinking this is real. This is going to happen. Like Emily thinks at the end of a sacrificial escape. Right. It's not like Emily can go, no, get me out. I don't want to do this anymore. Like she doesn't even think that she right. has that choice and not having that choice can weigh really heavily on you. Mm-hmm. Especially because the voice itself was a rather, rather frightening. Uh, I'm thinking of, <laughs> have you seen Batman begins? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the scarecrow mask really isn't that scary by itself, but with the gas becomes uh, a lot scarier. Yeah. And um, the mysterious voice by himself isn't that threatening, but him saying, one of you is going to have to give up your life for the other person. That's scary. And him yeah. laughing at them is um, adds to the trauma in that way. Yeah, for sure. Putting it into Emily's mind that this is, this is actually real. Um, so what do you think he, Phil is talking about when he says he doesn't think that the trauma is as serious as we're, we're saying it is? I mean, if... If they're thinking of it as similar to an Imagination Station adventure or something like that, I can see why they would say this isn't any different than what we've been doing this whole time. But I guess they're just discounting that, like, freedom of, of choice there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other, other facets to it as well. As well. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. It doesn't. It just doesn't make sense to me that they would be willing to ignore it like that. Mm-hmm. Or and say maybe, that it's not. And maybe, I don't know, I still want to talk to Phil and see what the actual 
official opinion is on it, but I really resonated with Emily at the end. I think that for as much as it seems like Phil Lawler's downplaying Emily uh, in his talk, in his writing, he is spot on with her. We mentioned her line at the end of part one, we thought we were going to die in there. And at the end of part three, where she says, if you say so, Mr. Whitaker, where she's really not really trusting of wit anymore. And and I, I feel like that's very legitimate. Like that's a valid thing for her to feel in that moment for sure. And if we're looking to wit as our moral compass, a moral compass that has been compromised from uh, the secret of the writer's ruse, where he was saying there's something about that moment that wasn't right. Nope. Turns out it was right all along. Um, but maybe Maury's motivations are different in that moment too. I don't know. But what Phil seemed to say is that wit was wrong in that moment. So to say that wit's own spiritual compass has been kind of damaged in a way, it doesn't seem like wit is someone we can fully trust, at least not in those episodes and in the series of episodes going forward. Does that, is that, is that, is that valid? Am I extrapolating this too far? I don't think so. I think that's why something about these episodes has been bothering me so much it's that like wit that moral compass who we've been looking to all this time like of course he's not perfect and of course he does make mistakes but something that's this drastic is so i don't know there's something disturbing about it Mm -hmm. that he would be willing to let something like that happen and he does even say you know maybe i did let it go too far but then maybe instead no of, yes you did let it go too far with yeah exactly like instead of apologizing he goes on to justify himself and i feel like that's phil uh coming across in the writing i could really hear him in the scene where he was saying well the answer to that emily is you asked me not to and uh you want to solve it on your own and you have and well the other reason i maybe i should have stepped in sooner and then at the end he says well i'm sorry if that's uh what does he say I'm sorry, Emily, that's the best explanation I can give. Um, I think that's basically what, what he says, right? More sorry yeah. as in, um, I don't have a better explanation here, but I'm trying to make up an explanation here. Yeah. Um, and Rather than, <laughs> I messed up, and I like there should there are consequences for that action of the mistake that I made, like mm-hmm. that gets brushed over completely. Yeah, but I don't I don't even think he believes that he messed up. I think that he just he says maybe I should have stepped in sooner, and we as as the the fans are saying, yeah, you should have. But from a writing standpoint, it really seems like Wit believes he shouldn't have stepped in sooner. From what he said about you three need to use your abilities, which Ryan and I have said, well, it doesn't necessarily mean you need to use them in that way. But yeah. um, with that, it seems like we're leaving our our main moral compass as saying, yeah, this is a good thing to do, regardless of Maury's motivations. His actions were good. Which, again, doesn't make sense in, in the context of the bad that Maury did and the deception that Maury did. Right. Yeah. Mm. Through all of this, yeah. I, I'm hoping that we do get some kind of resolution in the episodes themselves. Um, yeah, that would be good. Mm-hmm. I think the next episode is going to be an album 70, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'll be uh, through my first semester of college by that point. But, you know, what? whatever. <laughs> hey. I'm going into my third semester, so we're in it together. <laughs> hey, fun. <laughs> well, um, I guess it was there any was there anything else you wanted to add to to these episodes? Anything else that you that we haven't talked about that you wanted to you wanted to bring up? Um I guess I did want to mention in painting Maury's motivation as bringing out the good in people 
and drawing the conclusion that Wit did at the end that it was all worth it somehow because he was helping them like hone their talents or whatever that like moral conclusion just felt so out of the blue to me and I feel like if we had acknowledged that Mori was his actual goal was to test their faith like to give them these choices so that they can make choices we could have gotten such a more like a moral that actually made sense and fit in with all of that in talking about like yeah we do have the freedom to make our own choices and yes god does want us to choose to follow him and he does want us to choose to make the right choice but he also holds us accountable when we don't do that and when I don't know. I just think that we could have gotten somewhere that would have been really interesting and that would have made sense. But instead we got Wit saying like, oh, it's all okay because you learned something. Like it was hmm. just so yeah, odd. Yeah. That kind of does make sense. And the the problem here is that if you only say that, you have to condemn Mori at some point. You can't just, uh, Phil said, we think about the bad that Mori did, but what about the bad that Olivia did in making that promise? And we have to, we can address that. And that's sort of whether we made good moral choices or not, we can have that moral and that might be something for Wit to say, but we also have to have the point where the show acknowledges that Maury did something wrong. And Wit says, you'll have to face the consequences of your actions, but it doesn't seem to be in a way that he says that that means your actions were bad. It's just that there were consequences. Like the, you people don't trust you now. And you need to figure out how to get people to trust you again in that sort of way. Um, but yeah, I, I do think it might have been might have been a little bit different if we had had the Christian moral more than the or the the Christianity good choices moral than the uh, the talents honing your skills moral. Yeah. Um. But but anyway, if that's if that's everything you want to mention, I guess um. Uh, I guess that's it for the the discussion right now. Sounds good. Well, awesome. Thanks for thanks for jumping on, Hannah Kate, and um, hopefully we'll maybe we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks All right. for having me. No problem. You're listening to AIO Audio News. <laughs> <laughs>